Welcome back to Joystick and Mouse video game news and reviews for all of you filthy casuals out there. My name is Alex. I go by Cross in the Gaming Community. With me, as always, is Diddy. Howdy, folks. And J-Dimes. What's going on, people? Gentlemen, it is episode 112, and we are uh, doing the show on July 12th, 2021. Episode one twelve on on the twelfth of a month, which is kind of weird. Uh, we're going to be talking about a, a bit of news that we were kind of expecting, but in a little bit of a different context. I was a little surprised about this. We're going to be talking about the Switch Pro is here, but it's not really a pro, right? Guess we'll have to get uh, something really exciting from the Sony state of play, right? Nope, nope, never mind. Actually, nothing came from that either. Um, well, maybe uh, next we'll, we'll try the, uh, a new game cartridge. They cost what? And then uh, maybe we'll go for an old uh, tried and true look at Microsoft trying to take over the world. We got to find something that, that's going to win this episode on Joystick and Mouse today, gentlemen. Welcome back. We skipped last week because it was July Fourth. Hope everybody had a wonderful holiday here in the United States. I know that that uh, we did. We did a lot of grilling and you know just hanging out, relaxing, just relaxing. Yeah, I had my buddy down. I I hadn't seen him in like a year and a half. Really? What'd nice. you guys do? Uh, so nothing that's we hung out we hung out uh grilled actually we had um bid hoagies Ooh. Ooh. we haven't had uh uh, subs here in the this area but if you're from pennsylvania they're called hoagies Um, they're not not called hoagies they're called subs yes so um (laughs) he's not falling for that i'm not falling for it i'm not i'm ignoring it um (laughs) i think pennsylvania north they go with hoagies is that it? Okay. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was good to see him. I haven't seen him in ages. Good. Um, shout out to Paul. Hi, Paul. Nice, nice. Shout out to Paul. All right. How about you, J Dimes? What did you do on uh on the July Fourth weekend? Fourth? Uh, we went over to Vanessa's sister-in-law's house, and the kids swam in the pool, and I cooked for six people on one of those little portable charcoal grills. Oh, nice! Which How did that work? A feat. That is, but I, if there's yeah, anybody was... who could do it, it is J Dimes. Let me tell you, it was uh, yes, it the, was an uh, adventure. Master extraordinaire. We right. cooked uh, sixteen hot dogs. I mean, sixteen hamburgers. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Twelve hot dogs and some brats. Dude, that's great. Yeah, we had a good little time. Very Tasty. awesome. Very awesome. Yeah, we had a, a six six. Did we cook six racks of ribs mm. in a in a Weber? Yeah, I saw that mountain. picture. Yeah, they turned out great, man. I was kind of jealous. Really I good. still haven't gotten any ribs. Um, oh, they're gone. I didn't make it to the store. Oh, to go buy some. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll go to Wegmans tonight and just pick up like a rack of spare ribs. Nice. Do it, man. Mm-hmm. Put them on the grill tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Do it. Nobody else in the house likes spare ribs, so I can eat them all myself. That's right. There you go. Yeah. Well. Now that we have the deck done, we're going to try to get the smoker up there, too. Very nice. Very nice. Diddy, I need to understand why you're so sad today. Oh, it was a sad, very, very sad day in the uh, in the Diddy household yesterday. Had the kids over. Um, my, my daughter's boyfriend, uh, his family is from England. And so we were all rooting heartily for the... Uh, english football team yesterday and uh they just came up a little bit short against italy hey so So, um what's all this that i hear about people throwing racial slurs at the uh, british football this is what is this all about i I woke up to that news this morning football in europe um as much as we like to think you know that that uh, the british and europe is more progressive they're not it's just as racially charged in that part of the world as it is anywhere else and um and you know it's just wrong i you know i i don't i we don't condone that in any way shape or form but uh of course it's like playing sports in boston yeah oh is that a thing in boston too oh yeah really i had no idea this is especially amongst um Apparently, it's more prevalent in like uh, Fenway than really gets talked about in other sports. But there have been quite a few 
African-American uh, baseball players who have talked about the comments. Really? That but they yeah. have uh, Apparently in European football, stands. it's bad. It's Damn, just dude. really bad. It's fucked up. It's wrong. It's sad. I, I don't understand why you have to go there as a fan. Listen, and... And people don't understand why you, you know, why, why we have issues like, remember what happened in Detroit? Uh, I guess, man, that was, what, almost 20 years ago. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say. Really. The Malice at the Palace when them players went into the stands. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got to be honest with you. I'm, I, I will give, give huge props to all the players that put up with that crap and do not go in, you know this punch living shit out of somebody because god yeah. knows they deserve it yeah man tell you i think i i think i think they should some you know listen you should be some repercussion their lessons yeah yeah you 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 if you know it's like people on the internet just willing to say whatever yeah like, because you don't fear any yeah. repercussion if your comment had your GPS location attached, oh man, could you imagine? If you had to tell me where you lived to post, I bet you we would be friendly on the internet. <laughs> I would put money on that, and like, hey, why don't why don't you like like let's get together, let's talk about why you feel that way about me. Let's talk about that. No, you're <laughs> you're gonna just hide behind the yeah. keyboard. Oh, okay then. Yeah, you're just a little. So I'm I'm having a Boddington's tonight. Nice. In, uh, One of my favorite beers. And in in my sorrows, we were very heartbroken at the end of penalty kicks. Yeah, man. Um, it even it made it even worse that two Man United players missed their penalty kicks. Also, man. But but I'm putting that on the coach. You don't bring a guy in in the last minute and then ask him go to to go do penalty kicks cold without having even you know gotten any feel for the game or anything so right but maybe he's the best penalty kicker they have uh possibly mm. well i'm sorry for your loss maybe but yeah it was bad i had no then, uh, and, uh, uh yeah go ahead kendall's um my uh daughter's boyfriend's um family were were devastated devastated it was, it was sure. pretty ugly no i'm sure i'm sure yeah, I mean it's a big deal over there, man. Like they're they're really they're into it. So, yeah, in England, in great in, in Europe, really, football's king. Soccer for the American public, soccer is king. Yeah, it that's it. Some people like there's some cricket and there's some rugby going on, but really, soccer is king. Yeah, I mean football. Football's king. Yeah. Um, I want to shift the conversation real quick to J-Dimes and talk about your future, sir. What's going on? What are, what are you planning? What's your big master I'm plan? I'm taking a little break. You are? And what's going to happen? Go, uh, to go to school. Oh, God. It's not even anything fun. Ugh. Ugh. Next Monday, I, matter of fact, I got to do some homework tonight. Um, but yeah, next Monday, I start 10 weeks of uh tableau and uh sequel and python training wow so why are that you doing long this? ass class why 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 put yourself through all this just you know professional development i love it i'm a big proponent of yeah. uh, professional development training and all the such so fully endorsed and we completely you, support you that. always gotta have good skills in you your basket to. in case you have to. Just That's why case. I yeah. I, yep. I go and learn as much as I can. And and we are completely 100% supportive of this. This does mean that J-Dimes is going to be taking a hiatus from the show for, what, 10 weeks? 10 weeks. So, I got uh, class Monday and Wednesday from, I think, 6 to 9. Uh, yeah, so that'll be smack dab when we record this show, and 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 frankly, you that's a great opportunity for you to really put your head down and you know lean into this new skill set. But we do have uh, some friendly faces uh, from the show and the community and other people who are going to be keeping J Dimes' seat warm while he's going to take care of some of that stuff. So look forward to some of these uh, faces. I won't I won't uh, spoil too much of that, um, but it'll be really fun to to have some. Uh, new, new faces on to chime in on some of the crap that we talk about. So it'll be really good. So I would just like to say I tried to take a Tuesday, Thursday class, but 
they didn't get enough people to sign up. So Say no more. I understand. You hate us. I they were like, yeah. yeah. Did you tell them that Alex, like, do they know me? Like, they should understand. I didn't I, drop your name. I should have. You should have. And then the guy would have been like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got you. We'll shift everybody's schedule to Tuesdays and Thursdays. But that's fine. Like I said, we're 100% behind you, and we think that it's great that you're doing that. So so kudos on that. Um, very exciting. So we'll see. This will be the last episode that J-Dimes is on until, gosh, what? Like September. Al almost, yeah. Jeez, September. Um, I like can't late remember. September. Like the, late September, yeah. Yep, late September. But so. who knows? Who knows? Maybe maybe one night they cancel class, or maybe one night y'all have to shift, and maybe I can just stick my head in. You know? Yeah. You never maybe. know. We never do that. Oh, <laughs> it never man, happens. Never. It never happens never that y'all just... record on a Tuesday. <laughs> you know? So. Never, never. Well, uh, we do have some fun news topics to jump into, chat. So let's do this thing as I forget this. There it is. Wait, nope, that's not the right one. Here it is. It's time for the news. News came out about the new Nintendo Switch. And everybody was like, yes, the new powerful Switch. But not quite. Not quite new and powerful. Um, we have the new Switch OLED model, which in itself is some pretty cool technology to see in that small of a, of a device. Um, but what we're, we're going to do now is just dive into a little bit of the specs behind it, some of our reactions to this news of the OLED uh, Switch coming out. Um, so uh, let, let's let's talk about this. Gentlemen, first of all, the, uh, the announcement for me was exciting for the context of like I, I love the direction that that i see in uh in mobile gaming and stuff us having new technology like this pushing the boundaries of what is uh you know able to be accomplished in these little devices and when we're talking about screen clarity and such i'm all about it so we have this brand new oled uh powered um switch i was excited about that but i wasn't I, I was just kind of whelmed at the news. It, it's not enough for me to go out and want to buy one. Diddy, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I sort of felt the same way. I, it, it, okay, that's nice. A um, little bit bigger screen. OLEDs are very, very nice. They're very the, nice. Uh, contrast on those is really, really nice. Um, I was a little surprised that we didn't get any more horsepower. Um, there's not really an upgrade to the hardware itself. Um, and I'm even more surprised they didn't address this Joy-Con issue. The number one issue that they've had since this mm. device came out was the drift mm. in the controllers. Yep. And they didn't say a word about it. And say, about. yeah, we redesigned them so that they, you know, work better and you won't have this problem in the future or it'll be, you know, a lot less. They didn't say a word about it. Um, oh, so I was really surprised that they didn't uh, they didn't uh, mention that. I think it tells me that the machine itself, device itself, doesn't have the horsepower and doesn't have the ability either in the cartridges or or enough room within the memory to do 4k i i just don't think they have the yeah power in the I, console to do it i i agree uh well before i talk anymore uh tim what are your thoughts so here was the thing i was really surprised just thinking about how nintendo typically deals with graphics and that they don't really particularly tend to care about them so much nor does their audience like graphics quality has never been a huge selling point i don't think for nintendo's audience you know like yeah they were perfectly happy with kind of like the graphic style that you see on the 3ds and nobody ever complains about it i was surprised that the pro feature that they brought was an oled screen yeah agreed um so i don't Normally, when you when you do a, a refresh like that, you typically want to give a new feature 
that's going to drive people to buy the new product. And I don't think they did that. Like, I yeah. think it's a great feature if you don't already own a Switch. Bingo, dude, you nailed it. That's I was literally going to say that. And and this is something TV Travis in, in the chat says. You know, I like the new Switch, but it's not enough for me to change it up from what I already have. Yeah. No. And and agree, I think that they they missed an opportunity to sell to upsell existing customers. Yeah. Because I, I might have I might have bought is it. Is it one. enough to sway somebody that's on the fence? Not nah. that enough to push somebody over to say, you know, okay, maybe I'll get one now since it has a better screen. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't think who needs the better screen if your graphics aren't going to be any better than 720. Right. Right. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's going to look really pretty. The the color and the contrasts, like, you know, what OLED is known for with with those beautiful blacks and like, it's really pretty. And I'm sure that it's going to be a great experience, but still you're, you're dealing with a lack of horsepower that, um, I don't know. I, that would have been. It would have been nice to see Nintendo take that step. But where I'm excited, here's, here's something like yeah, go just ahead. really quick. Yeah, yeah. So you think about the size of that screen on a Switch, right? Uh huh. If you're gonna go OLED, why not go with something that's like, like the screen that they use in an iPhone? Like you don't even have to go like like Retina, like Pro, right? Yeah, like. Like get get yourself that maybe get enough horsepower in it that you can do 1080. Like I I, 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 I think don't... that I think that simply not going with the 1080 is like that might have been putting enough horsepower in it, and maybe it's a limitation with the cartridges like you were talking about Diddy and and what's what yeah I don't know do if they there, have but... enough data no 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 but it, it's it. not because don't they like Breath of the Wild doesn't it play 1080 if you hook it up to the TV. Yeah, but that's. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. I guess it does. It always. So it can't be the cartridge. Oh, true, true. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, because it would be upscale. So I mean, either either way, like I think this is a great opportunity for people. If you don't have a Switch, the Switch is my favorite console. It's a console that I don't play enough of, but it's my it's my favorite console. If you do not have a Nintendo Switch, it's a no brainer opportunity to go buy one. So, no brainer. So I'm here looking at this. This screen is actually bigger than the one that's in the Switch. Uh your it's iPhone? Me? For people yeah. listening, yeah, he's holding yeah. up his iPhone. I, sorry, yeah, I'm holding up my iPhone. This, and iPhone this is a screen, 4K. It's a 4K. It's a 4K screen. Yeah. I think they missed the ball, dude. They they. I think they missed the ball. Missed Nintendo the ball is out here. Nintendoing is what they're doing. Yeah. But they're okay with it, and and. You know, I it, it doesn't make me disappointed in them because I didn't need a Switch Pro. I'm kind of glad that I don't need to go out and buy one now. Um, but and I think that they, yeah, they missed an opportunity. You, you know what I think happened? I think they looked at the price of parts and said, oh, hey, we can put this OLED screen in here and it's not going to cost us any more money. Could have. Let's do that. Well, yeah, because Possibly. it's freaking commonplace now, dude. Yeah, right. It, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say because they're they're more uh, more readily available right now. Yeah. Well. Well, not but, right this second because supply lines and all that. But well, it's yeah. You know, what's yeah. what's crazy to me is you look at like what Apple is doing with silicone, right? And and like the M1 chips, like it can't even be that expensive. To get silicone and a switch, that would run. But do they actually make their own? Do they make their own hardware, or do they outsource the create like the actual chipsets and stuff? I'm sure they outsource, but I think they're probably worth enough money that they could do it in house. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, TV Travis says with chips and other shortages, keep the margins higher. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know, man. It, it, it was a. It's a surprise. It's a surprise, yet not a surprise to me. Certainly that. Yeah. I just thought it was like such low hanging fruit with the capabilities of phones these days. To your point, did he like? It is. It is. Yeah. Just do it. Just freaking do it. The- but that might. This might be that uh, version one point five, and then version two of the Switch comes out, and it has everything that we want it to have, right? Like a four K yeah. mini display, OLED. 
you know, but but then again, the games have to be developed for 4K and all that too. That that we I mean, talk well, about that all the time. This but. isn't even 1.5. Like, isn't the light 1.5? I would call the light like a 1.25. 1. 1. <laughs> yeah, I think. I, I mean, I don't think they can actually make another iteration of this generation. Like, whatever they come out with. Well, next they have to do something to be. They have to do something new and innovative, new. especially because the hardware. If the hardware is exactly the same, like it's being reported on, that these the, the switches to Diddy's point earlier, they're going to have these drifting issues. It's going to yeah. be. It's the same hardware that's been having the drift issues. I haven't had any drift issues. Knock on wood. I have. But I've. I know you plenty know, I of people. You guys. You know? I don't, but I don't ever use the Joy-Cons either. Oh, yeah, yeah, you use the Pro Controller. I do too, to be honest. Um, which is probably why Diddy and I haven't had it. Anyway, so so yeah, I think that they have an opportunity to really step it up. That's all. Yeah. The one thing keeping me from wanting to go after a new Switch is that xCloud is finally becoming a thing. Audi in uh, chat says, thank you, Audi, for chiming yeah. in. Agreed 100%, by the way. I've been playing xCloud on my phone. <laughs> It's fucking cool, man. It's really neat. It works that, really well, by the way. This, I mean, and that could, like, that could be a, 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 a silver bullet into the Switch. Like, that there's so many games that you'll now have access to on your phone. Yep. Like, let alone just the games optimized for a phone that, like, you know, are coming out of the individual app stores. Um but that you can just play like your Xbox games on your phone. Yeah. Yeah, man. What if you could play your Xbox games on your Switch? Well, with oh. what we're going to be talking about a little bit later in the show, freaking Maybe. might. <laughs> let's find out. In the meantime, uh, let's move on to our next article, Diddy. You want to queue up this one? Uh, sure. So uh, Sony skipped E3 this year. Uh, we talked about that a couple of shows ago. Um, and so they did that so that they could have their own, their own event. Um, they typed it up. I got like 312 emails in two days about the Sony state of play. And when they had it, it was, eh. Not and a lot to so it. They're, you know, they just cannot. <laughs> they just cannot get their act enough act together enough to uh to grasp the uh the the people out there the community when they've got a golden opportunity they had the opportunity all they had to do was go out and take it and give people an equivalent to xcloud or to game pass one or the other. You could have done any. All you had to do was do Game Pass for Sony games. And they just didn't. And uh, and so we got we got a, a souped up version of uh, Death Stranding. Oh boy. <laughs> you know, I think there's I, a certain level of ego to this. Yeah. Like I I'm think, glad you're going there. Go ahead. I think Sony has become like their fans back them so hard that I think they've gotten to the point where they don't think that they have to really innovate. Right. Right. And I think that, I think that has, I think that's a big difference between the fan base for Microsoft and the fan base for, for Sony, like Microsoft fans are very aware of the shortcomings that they had coming out of, uh, the first gen of the Xbox One, you know, and some of us just kind of pushed past it and were like, whatever. But like we, we also, you know, kept having faith that like, okay, they're gonna give us something. You know what I mean, and they started doing little things and Game Pass, like, it was a home run. But like, even their E3 press conference, you're like, okay, okay, they're listening. We're getting some games. We're getting some first party mm -hmm. stuff. It's it's it, it's it's making. Um, they're making a shift, whereas it feels like Sony's just kind of like, eh, we'll do what we do. Well, and Sony yeah. is is also let's not forget that they're they've actually outsold the number of consoles that Microsoft has sold at this point. At this point, 
um, that doesn't necessarily mean that they are ahead in the in the quote unquote war, which I fucking hate talking about in, in general. But um, I think that at the end of the day, Sony does a really good job of making those Sony PlayStation exclusive titles that draws everybody in, and they want to continue to buy a Sony PlayStation. I know I'm guilty of this, like Uncharted. God of War, things like that, I'm going to continue to buy a PlayStation 4. But I, I wonder how long that will that will take. And, you know, I don't want to keep harping into the ground <laughs> like this this idea that, that they're behind the curve uh, be, because I think the, the audience at home has heard us say that so much. But just the fact that they that their lack of response to the Xbox Game Pass model um I think is still it's disheartening to me and I'm well, finding more and more that if there is an opportunity to buy on one platform or another I'm going to buy it on my Xbox or or I'm just going to play it through Game Pass where I could play it on right. my PC and then I could take it over to my console and then oh I could freaking whip out my phone and continue my save game stuff like that you know what I mean So here like here is here's the problem that Sony has is that they have to sell consoles and because they're selling consoles at a loss as Microsoft is also they have to sell games yeah right they mm -hmm. that's and and maybe the real issue is that it's not financially feasible for them yeah to sell a subscription service when they have to have game sales, right? Like yeah. what Microsoft has really just said is we don't really care about the game to game sales of first party games. Like we're going to make the first party games, but we're not really concerned about the per unit sales. We want you to sign up for game pass and we'll give you the first party game. Right. But Microsoft also is going to make their money on games, whether you buy an Xbox or not. Right. Like if you don't buy an Xbox and you want to play a game that's Microsoft, you'll buy it on your PC. Guess what? That dollar is going into Microsoft's pocket regardless. Right. So. But I still think that there's a there's an opportunity for Sony to do something here like yeah. they can partner with a cloud provider like what we've talked about in the past they could like like microsoft has all this shit in house so they don't need to like mm -hmm. worry about it which is a huge step up for them and you know yeah. the, the argument could be made that hey you have ps now or whatever it is um where you can download games and use those games from that little marketplace where they have like free games the the problem are any there, of those games newer or are they all older no games? they're they're all typically yeah, like older, older games or yeah. you get discounts on the new games if you're already a member sort of deal but you that that's the big thing right like it's it's a small catalog of games whereas microsoft's game pass has all the things and there's no there's no fighting that so you know we'll see uh we'll, we'll see what happens with the actual um you know strategy as far as my or playstation is concerned and their uh and, and their approach to that model because that will be the model moving forward hey listen even still there with all of that there's still people who are like no nah, i'm not buying an xbox i'll just i know and i know i know some people who do that and they end up paying like way more money and well we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit later but the fact that like you can use freaking playstation controllers on xbox x cloud like like it, you have Microsoft, Microsoft is giving you that experience. They don't care how you do it. Right. Anyway. No, I, you got to um, I, I wrote this line, but Sony's inability to read the room is just mind boggling sometimes. Yep. I'll have to go find the article. Um, and I'll post it up on our, uh, on our Twitter, but it's been proven that if you offer a subscription service, you actually make more than you do selling the game straight out. Mm. Yep. Even when you're giving away that many 
that many titles. Yes. Yeah, that's we. I mean, that's that's interesting. I wonder yeah, how the model works. Why do you think Epic is is paying so much to release those games for free? Yeah, but they're not giving away like brand new. Yeah, games. but people, but their subscriptions have skyrocketed since they started doing it. Leads people to just drive that ecosystem. Yep. Like they're they're trying to drive adoption of the ecosystem more than anything. As far yeah. as I mean, is. listen, I, 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 I mean, it must be working because I can't imagine Microsoft is just willingly burning money up. Right. Uh, so it, it, it must be working some way. But listen, when they Even told me they... I was getting gears for free, like that was it. That's all I need <laughs> yeah. to hear. Like have my have my money for the year. Yeah. Gears is one of those games that you can play for a long time. So that works in a subscription model, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Something like uh, Death Stranding or God of War, those don't work in a subscription model. You yeah. play those for two, two, three weeks, and then you're done. Does Sony have a first-party multiplayer game? Um, nah. Uh, uh dude, I don't, I don't think so. I don't that's, know. Chat, that's... chime in if you know any better. But I, I don't, I don't think of I, like a Halo or. But that's not like a first party game. I mean, like Halo's I'm, first party. That's what I'm like, thinking. Like Halo. Yeah, but I'm thinking about like the the Sony equivalent of a Halo. Yeah. I don't think they have anything like that. No, not really. Not that I can. Not off the top of my head, I can Listen, think of. Uh... <laughs> maybe I just wrote a, a new tagline for Xbox, but maybe they should just call it the console of friends. Shit. Yeah. It's way more friend friendly. You know friendly. What? Now that we say that, maybe that's there. There's probably why we don't have the game pass equivalent on, yeah. on a Sony platform because they don't have that sustainable long-term game. I don't know if it's that, that would that's be amazing the reason, me, but it would be a reason for sure. Like PlayStation Three, they had—I uh, don't know if y'all remember SoCom. Yeah, and I had a roommate at one point who like lived Dude. in SoCom. Um, but yeah, like SoCom got cannibalized by the Call of Duties and the and the Battlefields. But right. That's right. that's really amazing to me that they have that they've really survived this long without like a first party multiplayer game that gives you that reason to keep coming back. Yep. Now they oh. I know that they have a lot of FIFA and um but that's not exclusive. It's not like, exclusive. You could say the same I thing do, about Call of Duty and and those I do of know games. a lot of people play on the PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. Um I want to shift our conversation now to our final news topic uh, before we jump into full stream ahead. Uh, this is mind-blowing, folks. There was a copy of Super Mario yeah. 64 that sold on auction for a record amount of money. And I want you guys... Well, have you guys seen the article for how much it, it cost? I know how much yeah. it cost. Okay. Yes. This, this is mind-blowing. $1.56 million. It broke the previous game record of $870,000 for an unopened copy of The Legend of Zelda, which is amazing in itself. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't, I don't understand uh, it. Dude, you became a millionaire. By sell, like, wild. Like, that's wild. Did they I fucking mean, I, open it? Did they play it? No, I hope not. No, not after you spent one and a half. No, it's unopened. No, no, but oh, I'm saying like oh, once they the got person it. bought it. Oh God, no! That's got to go in a museum somewhere. And, and, belongs in a museum. And that's just it. Yeah. Tell, so, so, as a comic book collector, like I should be able to wrap my head around this, right? <laughs> yeah. If there's anybody in the three of us here, <laughs> it's you, and you're the one who's so flabbergasted. But here's like, the I'm, thing, and I'm right? always the one that's like. The controller's blue. Who the hell cares that it's mountain blue? <laughs> he's or like, green? take my 1.5. Yeah, I'm like, Ugh. but here's the thing, right? Normally, y'all hear my cat out I did, yeah. Oh, I, 
I don't know. What, um, did he step on her? No, nah, he just came up here demanding treats. You wait, sir. I heard that. Um, you're gonna hear it again. Um, like with a comic book, right? A comic book of value is normally a value because there's not many of them, right? So even if you have a slabbed copy of, oh, like Detective Comics one, Detective Comics one or Batman one, right? There's not that many of them, right? right? You can't read it if it's slabbed, but there's not that many of them. I don't feel like there's a shortage of Mario 64. But Unopened. there is a shortage of unopened Mario 64s. <laughs> like, but see, Still like though, for like, a comic book, we would never care well, yeah, if the comic book was opened or not. Right. So like the value of that comic, if a comic is worth one and a half million dollars, it's worth one and a half million dollars, regardless of whether it's in a slab. Sure. Or it's based solely off the condition. And it doesn't really matter if you open it and read it. You know right. what I mean? Right. I, yeah, I mean, so this game is only worth the one and a half million dollars as long as no one opens it. It's the same thing that people buy that Han Solo action figure that's still freaking you know unopened sort of deal right like it's the same sort of thing that's the way i see it it's it's spend one and a half million dollars on an action figure either but no i'm not saying i would either but there's somebody out there who would they should yeah agreed there's also billionaires yeah. flying into space when there's world hunger so like you know oh don't get me started i'm i'm like i love this i'm he went to freaking space on a plane it's so oh it's cool. i think it's great i think it's really cool and it there's might still just the be argument a dumb that use of money it's like oh why use the money for that because it's his money first of all that's it's my his opinion money. it's his money but, who the hell are we to tell him how to spend I would his money like to know <laughs> same thing here why would we tell it. why would we tell this guy who bought it for a, a 1.5 million dollars that he's wrong i'm i'm not telling him he's wrong yeah. i just don't understand it going to space yeah, I, I don't understand. i don't think it's a good i don't think it's a good investment or a use of 1.5 million dollars 20 years it's worth 2.5 how about that 20 years it's it's it, it in fact i'll say it doubles it goes up to 3 million i'm gonna tell you the thing that gets me it's all, like it, the fact that it's only worth it because it's not opened i like to think like it's it's still in its like plastic case you uh, not, not just the plastic stop. wrapper but no. like the the security uh, case i'll too. give you another one if you All walked right. into GameStop right now and, and bought a copy of Mar Super Mario 64, it would cost you $15. If that, like, so you know what I mean? It just wouldn't be find, in the box. If you can find an unopened copy of World of Warcraft original, oh, the original World of Warcraft, it's worth about $10,000 right now. That's crazy. That's worth crazy. a huge amount of money. Yes, there are things in it you can't get any other way, but you would have to open it. I get it. To get those yeah. things. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like this is like an inflated collectible that's really not a collectible. Dude, anything could be a collectible. I mean I guess, but I don't I don't know. I'm like the only like, one here who's like, yeah, all right. I, don't know. I think it's wild. I think it's great that oh, that that's so that put it this way. Uh, well, okay, let's take let's take a couple of different tacks on this. If you had the money, no, no, for if me, you no. had the money, no, would no. you do it? No, absolutely no. not. It, but I would it spend would never, it. On it some wouldn't money. interest me for one and a half million dollars. I'm the type you of person though, money. like if I had one point five million dollars. I'm the type of person that would like, if he handed that to me today, I wouldn't spend a dime. I would invest it. Listen, if somebody That's gave it. me yeah, a one and a half million dollars and, and told million. me We're talking about that I had to spend it on money. a collectible, this wouldn't be the collectible I'd buy. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're talking about having enough money where one and a half million dollars Oh, where it just—that's nothing. Yeah, yeah. Or just say, listen, you don't have the option to spend to save it. Like you get one and a half million dollars, you have to spend it on a collectible. A, a, a pop culture collectible. It can be oh, a baseball card, a comic, was... a video game, a movie poster, what is it? whatever it is. It wouldn't be a what video is it game. That, that you would spend that on. I'd buy Batman. That's where I was one. gonna go. 
You buy Batman. I'd buy, one. Batman, I'd buy Batman one. I I think that's enough money. Um, or like Action Comics one, like like something. a collectible thing. I'd fucking buy like something like an original Star Wars something. Yeah, prop from Star Wars. Yeah, like I have I have actual like I have a George Lucas signed picture right back there. You can see it very closely if you're on if you're watching live on Twitch. I also have over there actual film reel from the movies from each from the from four, five, six, one, two, three. I've got a lot of Star Wars stuff down here. And like I would love to have more of that sort of stuff because that that that's the collectible shit that I like. But Zirinex in chat says, you know, everything is only worth whatever someone is willing to pay for it. And I'd venture to say that all collecting is arbitrary. It's true. Here so and, and I agree with Sirenex, but this would be the this would be the sticking point for me on that, right? If he had to turn around and try to sell that tomorrow, would somebody give him a million and a half dollars for it? Mm. Mm. My guess is I had no, because he would be the only so, one who... who oh, go ahead. The one thing I would like to have that would, you know, scratch that nostalgic itch for me... Wait, do that with your hands original, again. Do that with your hands again. Original. Yeah. <laughs> scratch that itch. An original Galaga machine. A what? Well, Galaga for the rest of us. But yeah, a, an original Galaga machine. Is that a slot? Gal like Galaga? Bro, like, you look up Galaga. Oh, right that now. was. I, I spent. I spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars in that machine. Galaga. I can't believe in that game. Yeah. Is. Look at this. I don't know that I ever. Oh, okay. That looks familiar. But I don't think I ever remember playing it in the arcade. Oh man, this was my mom's favorite game. She has a little mini micro player. She she has a little mini micro player that she plays on every once in a while. Yeah, yeah that's that's nostalgic right there, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah if before... I could get an original cabinet in really good shape that actually worked, that is something that I would probably spend a good deal of money on. You see, I'm like I'm like ahead. Can I mention something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. This is totally separate. Oh, okay. But well, before you go there, one one thing that I'll say is that the way I think about this sort of stuff, collecting is like, what will it be worth in ten years, fifteen years? I'm very much of like mm -hmm. the investing mindset. I want to be able to sell it or have the option to sell it at the higher value and, and see, be I able to like pay care. for my kid's college or to pay off the house. That's because you don't have the money to blow on it. As yeah, I get an that. Entertainment I get thing, that. Right? But you I know? also don't know how hard that is. I can to care shake. less, but like, it's going to be worth. I feel like that's hard to shake. I don't know. In my, in yeah, my, I just I don't understand the nostalgia where nostalgia meets collectability for Mario sixty four. Some people Listen, love it, man. They still play the hell out oh, of that it game. Was, it was a great game. I'm a huge Jim Lee fan, right? And I don't know if this is showing up. It's, but this it's comic really. But. Is, I've got a copy of Wildcats number one, which was an awful oh, wow. comic book. Had great, great art, but the comic was awful. I've got it in a nine eight, which is about as high as you normally get on a comic. And I spent a hundred dollars for the comic, and I'm gonna spend a, probably another hundred and ten dollars to send it to CGC for them to get Jim Lee to sign for it. Right? I'm gonna have two hundred bucks into this comic, and it's not gonna be worth. $200. But it means but, something. But yes, I to you but is. there is a nostalgia to it, right? I don't understand that for Mar I mean, and I understand that for a lot of things. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, you're you're trying to come to terms with this. But I can't wrap my head around paying okay. somebody being willing to pay a million and a half for Mar Super Mario 64. I do. Uh, I God probably... bless him. I'm glad he got what he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> If I could get a copy, original copy of King's Quest, signed by mm. Ken and Roberta Williams, that would do it. That would would hit the nostalgia button for me. At a million and a half. If I had the money. All right. If I had the money and I, you know, I could use it for for frivolous things like that. Yeah, I it, I would have to have a lot of money. Oh yeah. I mean, like have a, have lot, a lot, of money. a lot of money. Like Bill Gates money. 
to spend a million and a half on Super Mario Brothers 64 and not. Not. Even like, if I had it, I, I, I still would like. Even <laughs> if I had it, I wouldn't spend it on Mario 64. That's not I'm like, fun. It's, it's I so would. funny. I, I think about like what I would do if I had a shit ton of money, which I hope to one day, because what I would do with it is I would live modestly with, with comfortably and then some because I would definitely like, you know, splurge. But I would want to like do humanitarian stuff with it. I don't know. That's just me. Like I, I would want to freaking set up food banks or to like fund a food bank or to fund, oh, you know, well, like yeah. stuff like, like that. Like they have. Bill and Gates then money so like set up the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And, yeah. Uh, but again, like I, I really City Foundation. I also <laughs> I also a hundred and ten percent uh support this dude for spending that sort of money on a game like this because it made him happy. And what is life if we're not happy? And if that makes him hey, happy. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna, you know he just went back upstairs. Why? Yeah. I'm not gonna dump on him because he, he well, bought the game. He wanted it and he bought it and that that's Good on him. It's good on him. I mean, you know? if that's what you want, but yeah. damn, that's a lot of money for a whole lot of money. Mario 64. It's a whole lot of money. Uh, let's jump into full stream ahead, gentlemen. Oh, oh, go, oh, before, yeah, before that, go ahead. Just before we get there, I don't know where this fits anywhere else, but if you have an iPhone and you have Apple Arcade, I would encourage all of you all that are 80s babies like me and maybe maybe a little older like don to download the oregon trail it is free if you have an apple arcade membership like is that the og game it is, is it is it is the og game that they have reskinned so they have essentially made it look modern you know, let's hold With on to the that. Original the, mechanics. So, do you do you have you been playing it? Then I take yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on to it because I want us. I want us to talk about that for the video game review. I had something the in there. I want. I want to hear about this instead. So let's talk about this first. Full stream ahead. That that sound only means one thing, and it's Microsoft planning to take over the world again. Diddy, do you want to talk us through <laughs> this little troll sure. move? So, Microsoft um, put out an ad for game pass and, and it was a pretty normal ad. You can play it anywhere. Uh, you know, join the service, you get this. And then they posted a picture and the picture has a PC and a tablet and a phone and an Xbox controller and a PlayStation controller. And I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> like, wait a minute. Now, did they, what did they do? Um, so it's come to light that, that if you have Game Pass, you will be able to use a PlayStation controller with your Game Pass. Yep. On xCloud. They don't care. I just, love that. They just don't care. I, I love, love that. I love it. I would, I would say, why would anybody want to use a PlayStation controller? But, but if that's all you have, dude, and then they're like, oh, hey, it, yeah. you know how you really wanted to play that one game where you were like, uh, oh, I can't play that because I don't have an Xbox? Well, guess what? You pay a dollar a month or whatever it is, and you get you know your freaking uh, Game Pass Ultimate with xCloud, and you get to play this game because we have it free in the library, quote-unquote free. I texted TurboTweet, who I play a lot of games here on stream with. He's got a PlayStation, and I was like, dude, check it. If you wanted to play some of this stuff that we have on Xbox, it's like a dollar a month for like the first three months. You can use your freaking PlayStation controller because that's all he has. It's like it's a no-brainer, dude. It's such a, no, it's this, such a value. This is, this, is, this is Microsoft taking a shot at him. So great. And, and listen, know, they can get that fifteen dollars regardless of what you have. Yep. 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 Yeah, exactly. We don't care if you have a PlayStation. That's the only controller you got. Great. Bring it on. Yep. So funny. Man. If, Subscribe. If you just Pass. have an iPad Pro. Yeah. And yep. you travel a lot, fifteen dollars a month for. And actually, you can use your PlayStation controller with an iPad too. Yeah. And so there you go. Yeah, man. Yep. Uh, this well, was great. This yeah. Was, this was Microsoft just. 
just sticking it to them. I, I love that they did that. I love that they did that. Audi uh, in chat says Xbox is earning every cent they are paid right now. TV Travis says I really should pony up the dough for that. It really is, dude. It's the best deal in gaming. If for you sure. don't have Game Pass Ultimate, this is like I don't have Netflix. Like, freaking get it. <laughs> like, just or Amazon Prime. Like, just this is going to become one of those oh. sort of subscriptions. How does one Before live without game. Amazon Prime? Right. You Before know? we go to the game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I've sort of been what looking. You mentioned Netflix, and and it reminded me. Uh, I've been looking for something to watch because, you know, I'm sort of out of all the normal things. Uh -huh. And so I was looking through Apple TV, and they had this this series called um, All Mankind. It's about oh uh, yeah, the, yeah the Apollo uh, time frame of space travel, but it's set in an alternate reality that. Uh, Russians oh. actually got to the moon first. Yeah, it's freaking. Phenomenal. That's the Hillary Swank show, right? Yeah, it is some of the best television that I have seen ever. It That's is rad. so well done that it's just absolutely amazing. Love it's it. absolutely. But what, what, what's it called again? Uh, for all mankind. Okay. Well, it's an Apple right. TV original. All right. You guys see uh, Ted Lasso's coming? Ted Lasso's, Ted Lasso's season two. coming this month. Yeah. Oh, season God. two. I'm so ready for that. I'm so ready for it. Uh, well, let's go ahead and talk about today's right, very... very uh, Sorry for the tangent. No, 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 it's good. You reminded me. <laughs> let's talk about Oregon Trail. Yes, and the reviews were so mixed. They I'm were. surprised. What you got? So, oh, I wasn't sure yeah, if you yeah, were no, still it's you. like... It's you. Yep. All right. So, if you're like me, grew up in grew up in the 80s in school, you only had like three games that you could play on the classroom computer. And one of them was Oregon Trail. So good. And you could spend hours playing Oregon Trail, trying to get your little, little crew of settlers from one side of the country to the other on the Oregon Trail. And I've always okay. loved that game. That game in Carmen San Diego. Dysentery. That game in Carmen San Diego are my like absolute favorites when it comes to like Carmen old school Diego, PC bro. games. Oh, God. And I've always said both of them should get like a remaster, a reskin, and brought in the modern times, right? They don't you don't even have to change the mechanic of the game, just make it run on modern machines. And so the other night. I was just like putzing around on my phone. I forget where we were. We were out somewhere. Oh no, it was 4th of July. It was 4th of July when I found it. And we were talking about those old games and I like Googled Oregon Trail. And lo and behold, there was a remaster that I believe is only available if you have Apple Arcade. I don't even think you can buy it if you don't have Apple Arcade. Really? Uh, but it's I can't tell because I have Apple Arcade, so it won't show me the price anyway. So if somebody, if anybody in the chat or one of y'all doesn't have Apple Arcade and you go look up Oregon Trail, you're looking for the Game Loft uh, version of the game and see if it'll let you buy it. Yeah, interesting. Because um, I probably won't keep Apple Arcade, but right now I have a year for free. Right, me too. So you know, I'm, I'm good for a little bit. And so the game plays just like you remember it in school. Like the mechanics are the same. You still get dysentery. You still get broken wheels. Um, you know, you're still on your way to Oregon. The colors are much brighter. They've, they've done a, a really good it's job. really pretty. Yeah. Of giving it a reskin. Oh, that's really nice. Making it clear graphics. Um, Here's one thing that I thought was very interesting that I didn't really remember being an issue in my childhood, but I probably just didn't have the sensitivity for it back then. When you start the game, one of the things it says is, you know, this game has taken into account the portrayal of Native Americans in the original game and has made an effort to portray them in a better light than was oh, done interesting. In, in the original game. And I thought that was interesting. And I really don't remember. I don't remember there being any Native Americans in the first game. Uh, yeah. Um, 
I'm a, but I assume that there were because they went through this process. Um, but I thought I, I said, you know, that's a good look. And one of the things I'm, I'm going through the tutorial. So like before you actually get out on the uh, trail in earnest by yourself, you and your crew are on the, like you're on the, this little part before you get to, I want to say it's camp independence or something like that. Um, and you come upon a native American man while you are broken down. Right. And so the tutorial for the game is this man guiding you up the trail to camp independence, where I assume you will then take off on your own independent adventure. But on this little part, you get to do all of the things that you remember oh, from the original game. So you go out and hunt. Yeah. And on the iPhone, it's a tap. It's a tap to hunt. But you can play this on the Mac. You can also play it on the Apple TV. And if you play on the Apple TV, it requires you to have a controller. And so I, I actually paired my Xbox controller up to my Apple TV. And you use your joysticks to move around when, when you hunt. I actually think that the hunting is easier on your phone because you literally just tap your person and you kind of like scroll to make them point the gun and then you tap to fire. So I think you can be a little quicker that way. Mm. But um, yeah, it, I mean, it's everything that you remember. It just looks better, which I think is great. Don't mess with the mechanics. The game was, it, in my mind, it is the perfect game from my childhood. Really? Right. Oh my gosh, that's I, a big I, deal. Yeah. Wow. I think I think I played more Oregon Trail and Carmen San Diego. Keep in mind I was a child that did not have a video game console. So like oh, the games that I did okay. play were typically PC like at games, school on at your... school or like at the library during the summer, like my mother would take me and you could like rent out computer games and I'd play I typically played Carmen San Diego at the library, but sometimes I played Oregon Trail. Um, so dude, yeah, we, I think like, I, by the way, I, just watching this right now, they had this graphic where like the sun was off in the distance and the sunlight was shining through like the building and the trees and the leaves and stuff. And the lighting effect was legit. It yeah. looks so pretty, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's kind of amazing that they've made this look like this. I mean, but like even this little walk, right? Like this was the game on the computer. It was just like the wagon being pulled by the oxen. Right. And you just walk it next to the to the to the wagon, right? And you can get sick, you can get dysentery, you can get uh what what else what else did what else did people get? Uh was was sepsis one of them? Uh, uh chlamydia. Oh, cholera? Uh, chlamydia, uh freaking chlamydia? No, I'm kidding. I, I was about to say. That's, <laughs> hold on. I don't think we talked about that in the game. That would have raised think, questions, you, sir. How you, yeah, how do you think that they taught sex ed? Yeah, maybe. Cholera? Yeah. Look, Travis is as a... I don't know how to say that right. <laughs> cholera. cholera. Cholera, yeah, that. Um, yeah, so it's worth it. Did you all find if you could buy it if you didn't have Apple Arcade? Well, Audi in chat says it looks like it's an Apple Arcade exclusive on the phone. So okay, yeah, who knows what yeah, it's I like on a, the other pieces, but I wouldn't be surprised. When if I bought the Mac, I got uh, a year of Apple Arcade. So nice. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think it's awesome. Yeah, this I is so think cool. It is... So have you beaten it? Uh, no, writing? no. I'm still in. The, it's hard. I'm still in the tutorial. Oh, um, oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So I haven't, I haven't gotten all the way through, but I do really think that it is that is great you know one of the great that they... ever get all the way to oregon i did i did um oh, really i never game, did i never did yeah. i never made it Me, well so i we had you know like when i was in school you could do saves right and i think like it might have been like near the end of the year where we had like a couple of days where we could like just kind of goof off and play and we would play as groups and so we had to take turns. Nobody cared about anything other than hunting, right? Like oh, you yeah, could be whoever and Shoot just push the, the button stuff or... to move down the trail. But like hunting, when it was time to hunt, then we had to like, all right, whose turn is it then? 
Um, but yeah, we got to we got to Oregon. You know, this one of my favorite like things that I saw as you as you were choosing your characters to go on the trail, one of them was a monk or, or a priest or something, and one of his qualities was hedonistic. Ah. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Listen, Hattie, like, I, I don't feel like in the original instance of the game that we had black people on the trail. Well, when I played it, it was like green and black graphics or the Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have yeah, color. It was just it was yeah, just it was green. Just Everybody was no, green. No, uh, no race. It was just people. So. I also think like this organization that they do, as far as like the slotting, um, that's kind of on the screen now, is very interesting. Like how you, how you, uh, how you manage that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, listen. If you're already paying for Apple Arcade, it's well worth it. I would have paid. They could have told me this game was ten dollars on the iPhone, and I would have paid it. Chad is going into some major like nostalgia right now because Audie is talking about Carmen San Diego, Number Munchers. Yes, I played Math Number Blaster. Munchers. God, they so actually cool. came out with Number Munchers for the iPhone years ago. Oh, really? Um, I don't know if it's still on there, but I remember, I remember getting it uh, with the thought that I could maybe entice Will to practice his math while playing the game. That didn't work. Well, but <laughs> well. Yeah. But Roy number Cop, munchers uh, and Carmen San Diego. Listen, yeah, dude, that was good. Would, if they would bring, like, if Apple could figure out a way to get me Carmen San Diego on the iPhone, like, if they could do another one of these, yeah, man, oh my god, that'd be it. Roy Cop says, uh, I still have the handheld version of the original game, the first color version, at least. That's intense. That's cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they had that. Did you get that at Target, Roy Cop? Because I remember Target, they did. They did little handheld versions of Oregon Trail. That was the first one I think they did. And then they did a Carmen San Diego one. This is in like the last three or four years. That's rad. Yeah, from Walmart. But yeah, Target had them too. Yeah, that's cool, dude. That's so cool, man. Yeah. Well, I love it. What What's your rating out of 10? Give it a rating. Oh, man. Yo, if we include nostalgia, 10. 10 out of 10. I haven't found that's, anything that's aggressive that love it. doesn't work like... That doesn't work for like how old it is. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think Gameloft did a really good job of like, like punching it up, making it look nice, but not losing what the game was before. Right. Well, right on. You heard it here, folks. Uh, our very well, not one of our. It's not our first, but it's one of our few ten out of ten games. Let me say, I, I'm I'm really surprised that none of the console makers have ever looked at like. We could make some money on Oregon Trail and Carmen San Diego. Yeah, I think like it's those just... would be great. Those would have been like back in the day, like the, oh, yeah, the Xbox Live day, games. Yeah. Those would have been great Xbox Live games. Yeah. Oh look, this dude's gonna go hunt in the in the video. Oh, yeah, man, yeah, this, yeah. This yeah. right here, bro. <laughs> this video right here. Look, he's gonna shoot. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, he's he's getting the buffalo. Buffalo. The buffalo. Wow, look at this. The deer. It looks just like it, bro. Yeah. It looks just like the game. That's intense. Anyway, this is wonderful. I love that this is a thing. I'm probably going to go download it. Um, and you guys should, too, if you have our Apple Arcade. Apple Arcade's great, by the way. That's like a hidden gem in you know the same context that we talk about how it's game pass is the best deal in gaming freaking apple arcade is the if you're a major like mobile gamer you gotta have that it's such a no-brainer they have so much good content there so uh go check that out go check that out gentlemen that's gonna be a show why don't we go ahead and clap it out chat thank you for being here thank you for chiming in we record live every monday at uh 8 30 uh p.m eastern uh, we record live here. And again, we're going to have J-Dimes away for about 10 weeks as he goes off to, uh, uh, you know, go after his academic endeavors. And I will other... miss you all. Well, we'll miss you too. You know, we'll be a text away or a beer away. We'll figure that out. Anyway, so we're, you can look forward to some guests showing up over the next several weeks as J-Dimes goes and gets that done. Um, a couple of them might be in chat there that are that are going to be joining us so uh not going to give anything away too much 
But if you'd like to reach us, you can email joystickandmouse at gmail.com. All of our contact information is over at joystickandmouse.com in case you want to follow us individually on social media or on Twitch or anything here. Uh, make sure that if you are not following us here on Twitch, you hit that follow button. That helps. And make sure that you are notified when we go live and do the show again every Monday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. So until next time, Diddy. See you later, folks. J-Dimes. So long. All right, folks, be good to yourself. Be good to others. So long. If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>